The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Sex with Jaya is brought to you by Eden Fantasies. Rediscover sex and visit www.edenfantasies.com. Good afternoon. Step inside the sensual world of sex with Jaya. This hour will bring you sex education like you've never heard before. It's uncensored, no holes barred advice to increase your sexual knowledge and performance. Now, here's your host, Jaya. I'm ready for sex with Jaya. Are you? I'm ready for sex with Jaya and so much more. Mm, so much more. I like that. It's the fifth day of my 101 days of self-pleasure challenge. And I have to say that the the last couple of days have been a bit rough. Mm. First I had like a 15-hour work day, and then my flip cam went kaput. So I had to run out. I was all in total bliss yesterday after my – it wasn't ID love. I came You were. You were relaxed. You were rosy-cheeked. You were like, oh, breathing off to do your video blog. Yes racing off to do my video blog when the flip cam flipped. But, you know, I prevailed despite. We we ran out and spent the afternoon researching new cameras and decided to get one of the Kodak ZI8, and so I'm checking out that. Yep. And you can check out my journey uh, thus far at 101daysofpleasure.com. And thanks to EdenFantasies.com for supporting my endeavor. And we have Victoria... Theme song, do you love? Victoria, Victoria. (laughs) We have Victoria here to share her pleasure toy advice with us as we move into the hot days of summer. So how can we keep it hot? What do you guys have this week for us? Well, I thought I would um, actually go back and talk about some things that are just really fun and travel-friendly that have been around for a little while, but... I think would be really great to take on a oh, trip great. or just I'm going something to, to have. Scotland, so maybe you know this might be something I have to take with me for my self pleasure. <laughs> well, the <laughs> first thing is I think the cutest vibrator ever. It's the Hello Kitty Pocket Vibe, and it's exactly what it sounds like. It's um, it's a little Hello Kitty. You know, it's all ABS plastic, and it has a little Hello Kitty sitting on the top of a pocket style vibrator, and you can just twist. The, the vibrator to turn it on. It takes one AA battery. It's very quiet. Uh, it's super cute. And, you know, you just press the little kitty to your clit or anywhere else you want stimulation. And I think a lot of people collect Hello Kitty stuff. And for me, I think this is a, a must-have for any Hello Kitty fan. But it also is really good for travel because it's, it's like... You know, the TSA comes across it in your bags or the hotel cleaning crew sees it. They're not going to think sex toy because it really doesn't look like a sex toy. So it's just super cute and definitely worth checking out. Endorsed by the Hello Kitty people? Yeah, it's by Sanrio. It's actually an official, like, licensed, you know, item. Mm -hmm. 
A pussy for your pussy. (laughs) (laughs) And what else do you have for us? I think there was another on the list. And then I chose uh, Sliquid H2O. Uh, It's a water-based lube, and I think it's one of the best water-based lubes um, out there. It's very, you know, it's friendly for silicone toys. It's... um, it lasts long. It mimics your natural lubricants very well. It doesn't stain. It cleans up easily. It's glycerin-free. It's vegan. It's hypoallergenic. And it's only twelve ninety nine. So, again, it, you know, it's got a flip-up cap. Um, so it, it also is very travel-friendly. And I just think it's a really good product. So I wanted to highlight that one because it's a nice, uh, thin, light, natural-feeling lube, perfect for hot weather and hot little trysts that you might have. So um, Mm -hmm. that's another suggestion. Awesome. And what's going on on the forums this week? Everything, as usual. (laughs) (laughs) I think you wrote something at the the email you sent me that's like, and that's just in the last couple of days. (laughs) It is. It's so busy. Every day there's a new, like, the whole page kind of refreshes every time you check because there's just constantly people all hours of the day and night posting on existing threads and creating new threads and new polls. So at any time you can pop on and find things like, you know, ultimate fantasies and oral sex techniques and what's your poison or, you know, your favorite drink. What's the first book you remember ever reading? What's the first music you ever remember hearing? What's the first CD you ever owned? Which You know, that's really cool, but then there's also stuff like what's your favorite aspect of sex or polls on when you lost your virginity or um, how to do video reviews for products or the new personal stores that we have for reviewers to set up to actually sell their product, their chosen products on our site, which is really cool. And then there's stuff about like product comparisons, which one of these few things is best. Um, relationship advice and conversation, using toys in public, pegging, internet buzz, like anything you can think of, it's on the forums. And if it's not there, you can start a thread about it. It's That's the great thing about the forums. It's just an open conversation. I have to go look up using toys in public, you know, since I'm doing my 101 days of self-pleasure. I'm sure there's going to be a day where I'm like, I'm gone all day, and I'm, I'm going to have to do something in public. Well, you were using a toy in public just recently. I was. I went to that Massive Attack concert, concert with the Club Vibe in my pants. <laughs> where? <laughs> the Massive Attack concert. No, no, where was the Club Vibe? In my pants. I just wanted to hear you say that again. You weren't wearing pants, <laughs> really. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was wearing a skirt. Yeah. But I had it in my underwear. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what, what else do we have Eden on the Cafe list? Cafe Contest. Oh, the Cafe oh, Contest. The Eden Cafe Contest. This one is crazy. Like, um, we got a lot. We got hundreds, like, over 300, I think, entries for the really beautiful corset we gave away maybe two to three weeks ago. Um, but this contest has like 300 entries already. It's very popular wow. because, well, it's for really nice luxury vibrators, the Lalo Mona or the Lalo Inna. It's the winner's choice, actually. And um, you can enter all the way up until Sunday night, and we choose the winner randomly. Um, of course, you up your odds of winning by um, entering all the different ways that you can enter. And if you just go to EdenCafe.com, it'll tell you all about how to enter and how to put in multiple entries. But again, um, you have just as good of a chance as anybody else because it's totally random. Um, and we do a new contest every single week. So if you check in at EdenCafe.com, you can always keep abreast of 
the newest giveaways and contests and also really cool articles written by just regular everyday people. Awesome. Um, so the sexes, it's just so funny. I got in there today and there was an article that said Victoria reveals her secret and I thought it was about you. That's a really good article about um, sexy photo shoots. That's by Rydell Johnson um, about how more women these days are doing like their own sexy photo shoots and, you know, even getting like professional shoots done. Um, so I thought that was a really cool one to talk about. And then we have Tuesdays with Nina with her video blog every week. And this week it's all about talking dirty, which was very fun. Um, I think everybody's kind of grappled at first with how to like not feel awkward, you know, being able to talk dirty, especially or with a new partner, like not knowing how to introduce that that's something you're into. And she really covers it well. And she's just such a down to earth and accessible person so to be able to watch her video, it's like she's talking directly to you, and I just love that. Mm, awesome. And then we have the blog S with her 10 Strangest Things this month, um, which you should read because there's definitely some laughs in there. Every week she has something new and funny for us. And then M and Lowe um, chimed in with their uh, top 10 signs that you're reading bad erotica. It was we even had on Facebook when we posted that article. We had a funny picture of Fabio. Um, we did a, our feature interview with April Flores. Is the longer it's part one. It's the longer version of the interview with April that is in Sexist Magazine print version number two. Um, so oh yeah, you have any another fans print of, version. Any fans of uh, April should really check that out because it's um, it's more than we were able to fit in the print issue. Hmm. That's awesome. So you have another print issue. You you released the second one. Yeah, we're up to issue number two. Issue number three is going to come out um, in late September, early October for the October-November issue of Bust Magazine. So we're really excited about it. Um, this week on SexistMagazine.com, uh, we also have Cal Cobalt talking about Project Natal. We have the Naked Reader continuing. We have Laura Keach giving us every day, Lorna Keach every day giving us daily sex feed, which is all those like weird little tidbits and news about everything sex related. She's really good about picking up anything that might kind of slip between the cracks. Um, Those are really fun. Yeah, they're good because it's everything from like technology to politics to celebrity news, like everything. So I really like the sex feed. And then we had Sinclair Sexsmith um, talking about making up with New York because he's been traveling so much lately that uh, I guess he and New York had to have some makeup time. And, um, yeah, those are really, like, the highlights this week from Sexist. Awesome. And then you guys are on Twitter and Facebook. You can go to twitter.com slash Fantasies or facebook.com forward slash Fantasies. And you also have Sexist Magazine and Eden Cafe there. And this Indeed. week, the coupon code is JAYA25 for 25% off at EdenFantasies.com. Again, that's JAYA, J-A-I-Y-A, 25 at EdenFantasies.com. Have you had a chance yet, um, Victoria, to check out the 101 Days of Pleasure? I did. I actually loved your video. I loved when you were talking, the one video where you're talking about masturbating to music and how you were like tapping your G-spot and tapping your clit in um, in sync to the music. I thought that was so cute because you were completely unselfconscious as you were like, 
mimicking the rhythms and the sounds. It was just so, it was so nice because it's like you were being completely real and completely just like you were talking to a friend. And I love videos like that where it's just not rehearsed and not careful. It's really nice. Awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I think, I don't know today, D love, are we going to do a mutual masturbation? You think that counts as self pleasure still? Um, sure. I mean, we could even set boundaries to make it so it is, uh, you're a self-contained touching unit. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you, EdenFantasies.com, for sponsoring my 101 Days of Self-Pleasure and all your support to me. You can go to their site, EdenFantasies.com, for Jaya25 is the coupon code for 25% off. And thank you, Miss Victoria, for sharing all of your knowledge and sex toy advice with us this morning or this of afternoon course. or wherever you are in the world, whatever time it is. <laughs> thank you, Victoria, and oh. we will, again, have you on <laughs> next week. All right. Uh, when we return, more sex with Jaya. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now. 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. When Daya was pregnant, we wanted to make sure that we stayed intimately connected. So we made touch a priority. She even created her own pleasurable perineal massage, which we felt compelled to share with other couples like us. So, of course, we made an instructional video just for you. This new release features sensual massage for pregnancy, positioning guides, tips for orgasmic birth, and a special feature from the revolutionary film Birth of the New World. Guys, Treat her to sensual touch and pleasurable genital massage. Moms-to-be, let him know you want connection and intimacy. Visit www.redhottouch.com to download instantly or purchase a DVD. You and your partner will be so glad you did. If your pets could talk, they'd tell you to tune in to Pet Shop Talk. Join internationally recognized animal massage therapist Lola Jean Michelin every week for a show that covers everything from nutrition, health care, and training for your pet or animal. Lola and her guest experts will bring you the latest trends in the pet care industry. And even if you're not a pet owner, you'll find out why pets do the crazy things they do. Tune in each Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Healthcare is a topic that is prevalent on everybody's mind these days. We've heard of the reform efforts that are going on in government. Where can you get some of the most up-to-date answers that you need? Tune in to Clint's Cures, Answers for Your Healthcare, with host Clint Mound. Clint has over 40 years of experience in the healthcare profession and is prepared to offer the answers and solutions to your questions. Listen to Clint's Cures every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com.
are tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya. Today I decided to go green in my choice of a sexist magazine article. The article is entitled Rubbers Rub Her Right and is all about a woman who loves tires and sex. So much so that she started to make fetish wear from recycled tires. Vegans are singing her praises. And did you know that tires, when they're not recycled, create nasty chemicals and they trap methane, which can harm landfill liners, which results in contaminants? actually polluting our local surface and groundwater. And stockpiling tires creates a fire hazard. I had no idea. They, they can burn for months. It's a disaster. So the solution, what would you say? It's a disaster waiting to happen. It is. And, D-Love, you know, you're all green. You're Mr. Green. I always would like to be more, but uh, trying to make the world a better place. So what do you think of this, you know, the solution of recycling tires into harnesses for your strap-ons? I loved the concept, and I loved the um, I loved the story of how she got into it. Um, that she loved to play in the tire room of her father's mechanic shop, or something like that, and uh-huh. she wasn't allowed to. So every time he she got caught, which was inevitable because of all the grease and dirt on her body and fingers, she would get spanked. So then that tied in um, uh, the rubber of the tires with a bondage kind of like uh, punishment. <laughs> <laughs> totally eroticized all of it, and then and she then turned she it ended into up a light green. Yeah, crazy. I mean, how interesting. I love the last line. You know, like it wasn't really about going green for her. It was just about that she loved tires and sex. Yep, and fucking. <laughs> I think the article says. Yes. <laughs> so I loved it. You can check out more at www.sexismagazine.com. Now, do-do-do, I have been talking about this book for months. It has even inspired my 101 Days of Self-Pleasure Challenge. I'm so excited for our guest today. I'm almost peeing in my pants right now, or maybe I should say I'm almost squirting in my pants. Uh, he's the author of Just Do It, How One Couple Turned Off the TV and Turned on Their Sex Life. I love that, because, you know, D-Love and I don't even have a TV. Nope. Uh, and they had sex for 101 days straight. Crazy. Hello, Doug. Hello, how's it going? It's going awesome. I'm just super, super stoked to have you on the show, and I want to dive right in. So I want to know what inspired you and your wife to this 101-day marathon of sexual intercourse. You know, I mean, it came to us. We were both, well, I was 40, and Annie was 38. We'd been together, I think we'd been together for 11 years at that point. I think we've been married for 11. Yeah, we've been together. We've been married 11 together, like 14. We had two young children. And, you know, over the, over the years, the, you know, we first met, you know, it was pretty hot. You know, we'd have sex all the time. We'd have it outside. And, you know, we did it all over the place. And the, but just slowly over the years, it kind of, you know, declined. It never went away, but it just declined. And then, you know, we, well, one thing was careers, you know, we, get, we focused too much on jobs, and then kids, then it was just like, oh, God, you know, the kids, first of all, they're in your bedroom half the time, but when they're way little. And, it got, and then, of course, towards the end of pregnancy sometimes, and right after the baby's born, you can go for a long period of time, at least we did, without doing it. And um, it's just a decline, you know, and we just sort of thought, well, it's too much fun to 
to decline, you know, let's just try to spark it. And we had no interest in, it wasn't like we needed to, you know, just get counselor or anything. It was just one of those, we just sort of said, well, wait, we can do it. Let's just do it. So we, we just, we just set this arbitrary number. It was a hundred days, it ended up being 101, but the original idea was let's just do it for a hundred straight days and just see what happens, you know? It was an experiment. Either we'd be sick of each other after four days and be like, oh my God, this is not going to work. Or after 100 days, we would both be like, you know, we'd have a whole new kind of sexual life together. So we, we didn't know what was going to happen, but that, that was the idea at least. It's funny, D Love and I have a baby. Um, he's now a year and, what, a year and two months. And, uh, you know, that's one of the reasons why I got your book. <laughs> I want to hear how other couples are doing this with young children and we co-sleep and all kinds of, um, you know, we have a lot of attachment parenting principles that we're using. Yeah. And um, then it's also funny, I met this woman yesterday in the gym and she started telling me all about how she has had sex with her husband every single day since they got married. Good God. And I was like, that's awesome. And she's like, that I don't understand awesome. all these couples yeah. who aren't having sex. That that's yeah that's that's fantastic my lord yeah <laughs> so what was the most surprising thing about your experiment you know I think the most surprising thing was was that you know, the biggest the biggest roadblock for us previous to doing this was really just exhaustion you know we just at least in our minds we were tired it wasn't that we were literally you know walking in the front door after work and you know collapsing on the floor with exhaustion but in our, in our heads. You know, by the time we got the kids down and, you know, the dishes and blah, 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 by the time all that was done, our heads just said, oh, God, you know, I've been on all day. All I want to do is just kind of collapse in bed with, you know, actually the, the title of the book that, you know, we didn't watch much TV. That was like what the, the publishing company put the TV thing on there. It wasn't really part of the book. And that wasn't really a big problem. It was more magazines and the Internet and just farting around and, but not having sex, you know. Um, but so anyway, we found that once we forced ourselves to do it, it sort of once we got into the mood every night, which it wasn't that difficult, the exhaustion went away, and we realized, oh, well, we, we always could have done this. It wasn't like the old excuse, oh, we're just too tired. Um, it didn't really work because we, after, after about the first week, we realized, wow, we, you know, we can get this exhaustion thing is just in our heads, you know. Once you get in the mood, you're in the mood, and you know, once you get in the mood, too, you've got energy. That, that's a definite energy boost, no doubt about it. Your whole body is, like, electrified. Um, so that was the biggest surprise, you know. That was my biggest worry. That wasn't really worry. My biggest curiosity going into it was, Christ, I come up from work. I'm always exhausted. You know, it's just going to, how, how am I going to get past that? Mm-hmm. And uh, it love, wasn't. Do you relate? Totally. <laughs> yeah, you, to the exhaustion. Well, there's the, I com- even more so to everything else that's being said. It's that you, you and I talk about it where you, there's this resistance or this thing of like they can sometimes think like it's another just another thing to do, almost like a have to. And that's just the worst place to put sex. But then the moment you launch into the process, it's like, oh, wow, right, this is awesome. And then you make it deeper and you're like, we got to do this more often. And by the end of it, it's like, why aren't we doing this every day? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you know, some people were wondered. I got you know people questioning me about, oh God, it sounds so boring. You didn't depend on chemistry. You forced yourself to do it every day. I mean, I guess I mean, there is somewhat of a point, but you know, forcing yourself to do it. Yeah, you know, there was an element because we had this this number. We had to do it every day. So I, I guess you did. We did kind of force ourselves. At the, you know, just 
a little bit. But as you just said, you know, once once you get in the mood, there's no more forcing. You, you can't really force it. You know, even if it's not, even if you aren't dependent entirely on chemistry, um, I mean, you, you just you can't. At some point, you can't force it. It has to happen. You know, and once it happens, it's always great, and it's it's energetic, and it feels good. Someone uh, sent me a question for you, which was about Cialis, and wondering if you are now the spokesperson for Cialis. <laughs> no, no, but I did try all three, and there may be more now. But at the time, there was Cialis, Viagra, and Levitra, and I, my doctor just threw me a big sack of all of them um, and said, "Try them, check them out." So I tried each one. I think I tried each twice. And uh, they rock. I mean, God, they really do work. <laughs> no doubt about it. At least for me, I think. So. I mean, that must be a miracle drug. For I mean, God, for I mean, for somebody who, you know, really ha- suffers from, you know, they just can't get it up. I mean, those th- th- that would be a gold. I'd just be a godsend because they do work. So, what were some of the benefits of having sexual intercourse for 101 days straight? What did you find? That was one of the surprising things that I, you know, and things that excited me as a sex educator. I was like, oh, this is great for people. So, what were some of the benefits that you found? Well, I mean, there's some things that just, you know, they they almost seem trite or obvious, but, you know, I did find that we, we touched a lot more throughout the day. You know, once we got into it, we were doing that doing that every night, which is a really, it's a unique thing. You don't do that with everybody. You don't get that feeling uh, of being loved, really. It's a unique, it's, a, it's a, sort of a unique sort of symbol of love that only comes with certain people. And, uh, and, it, and when you don't have that in your life, it, it, I just, that must, you're sort of bereft. Um, but, uh, but just sort of getting that every, you know, I just lost my train of thought. What did you ask me? What were the benefits? So you said okay. touch was one of them. You started touching each other more. Yeah, yeah. So, so we were just, it just ended up that we, because we were doing this every single night, we just were much more compassionate with each other, sort of touching, holding hands, arms around each other. And not that we didn't do that before. It was just definitely more than before. Um, it's much more comfortable, you know, just doing that. I also found that, you know, this, this having sex was, much more comfortable. I mean, we had known each other for a long time, but when you, when you do it like, you know, once a week if you're lucky, for a guy at least, I think it's less for women, but for a guy, you know, a lot of times you feel like you have to win the gold medal every time you do it. You've got to feel like you're some kind of freaking porn star, and so mm-hmm. you, you feel like you have to perform. You've you got to really... J- and so it's once a week, or whatever it is, you know, it's this big thing, you know, it hangs everything. You've got to do it. You've got to nail it, you know. But when you do it every day, that becomes ridiculous. I mean, it just becomes ridiculous. It becomes much more playful um, instead of this event that you have to sort of, you've got to get the gold or at worst the silver, you know. But when you, uh, you know, when you do it every day, you just, it's just much, you're just more like, yeah, this is just fun. Let's try something different instead of building all this anxiety and tension around this event. Um, I love that. Yeah, I mean, I think, I, I'm not sure if it, if women, my wife, she didn't experience it. I mean, she was a, I told her, about that, she was like, wow, I never really thought of it as some kind of big, like, Olympic event. And I was like, yeah, you know, I think it's, I'm sure some guys don't, but it's, I think a lot of guys, it is this, this thing, you've got to perform. D-Love, I know we were talking that you have a little bit of that, like, you think that um, if we have sex, it's got to be this long, you know, kind of drawn-out thing, and I have to reassure you that quickies are okay. Yes. It's good to reinforce that. Yeah. There's that uh, constantly reinforced myth that 
Um, I mean, some women do take a long time to get um, their arousal built up. They might want to do, but it's kind of embarrassing. It's kind of like your friend. What if your friend goes, ew, you know, right. I don't want to do that, you know. And so and I think that holds up a lot of people. But, again, I think you're doing it every day for whatever, maybe just for a week, you know, whatever it is, um, it, you know. You just feel you just feel more comfortable with each other, and I think that awesome. that was a that was that was just a great plus, and it's it's lasted, you know, fortunately. So we've been talking with Doug Brown. Doug, what's your website? Oh shoot! Uh, you know what? I don't remember. We'll think about it. Okay, I we'll don't come back more Doug Brown right now. Uh, when we return. Author of Just Do It. Uh, more sex with Jaya when we return. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. When Zaya was pregnant, we wanted to make sure that we stayed intimately connected. So we made touch a priority. She even created her own pleasurable perineal massage, which we felt compelled to share with other couples like us. So, of course, we made an instructional video just for you. This new release features sensual massage for pregnancy, positioning guides, tips for orgasmic birth, and a special feature from the revolutionary film Birth of the New World. Guys, treat her to sensual touch and pleasurable genital massage. Moms-to-be, let them know you want connection and intimacy. Visit www.redhottouch.com to download instantly or purchase a DVD. You and your partner will be so glad you did. Family caregivers face some tough challenges every day in caring for a partner, parent, child, sibling, friend, neighbor, or even coworker. You are there to provide the care that these people need after everyone else has gone home. Family Caregivers Unite with Dr. Gordon Atherley will provide you with a social networking experience. You'll hear from experts and others who are experiencing the same things, and together you will promote a common cause. Tune in to Family Caregivers Unite, live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. tuned in to sex with jaya to ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own please call 1-866-472-5788 that's 1-866-472-5788 feeling shy send an email to jaya at missjaya.com that's j-a-i-y-a at missjaya.com now back to sex with jaya we're talking with Douglas Brown, author of Just Do It, How One Couple Turned Off the TV and Turned On Their Sex Lives for 101 Days, No Excuses. The website is www.justdoit101days.com to find out more about Doug and this awesome, awesome book. You can also get it on Amazon, so check it out there as well. 
All right, Doug. So my next question for you is, you know, since D-Love and I have a new baby and I'm getting lots of questions from couples with young children who sort of lose their sex lives after they have a baby, how do you think that they can get it back? What advice would you have for couples with young children, you know, to get it back? One of of the things I have to say just before you answer the question that I love about your book, you know, you have two young girls and um, one of the weekends you guys spend away, you realize that the children survived. And, And this is hard for me. I have to go away for the first time in two weeks. I'm going to Scotland to teach. And um, I'm like, my baby's not going to survive. How was he going to do without me? <laughs> so, um, I thought that was really important. Yeah, no, and that, 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 is, that is definitely key. I mean, I think the first thing, it, it, it's very important. It doesn't apply so much when you're talking about like a three-month-old. I mean, that, that's just what, whatever. It's just You kind of got to go through maybe that period of time. It's, it is pretty rough. But I think it's just even be a little bit older. You know, I think bedtimes are key. I mean, I, and I, I'm very sympathetic with people who, uh, you mentioned earlier, I forget the word, but who attachment parents bed all the time. And very, I think it's cool and great. Um, and if that's the case, then it's a whole, you've got to maybe find different times to do it or something. But our kids were a little bit older at the time, um, and we were just kind of freaking Nazis about, uh, about bedtimes. You know, it was like 7 o'clock, I think it was 7, 7.30, something like that. They were in bed. Doors were closed, um, and and that for us at least that, that that was kind of important. We had to have that time together; otherwise, we just we couldn't get it. Um, and maybe because you know we both had actually at the time I worked every day and he worked out of the house, but it was just hard to have time alone like we did when we didn't have kids. I mean, that was every night after work, every weekend was just us alone. Um, so I think that I think that that is pretty key. And I also think what you mentioned is is very important. You have to understand that. Your, your kids are going to be fine. I mean, certainly once they get to an age when you can have, you can figure something out, you can get a babysitter to come over, even just someone to come over for two hours while you go to a hotel. A cheapo, cheap, cheap little stupid motel is actually a lot more fun than doing some ridiculous resort. Just go to some motel, you know, have a great, you know, two-hour hour session just of lovemaking and having a good time and being together alone and touching and then come back. It's like, you know, it's like two hours. That, that means a lot. Mm-hmm. Just to be able to say, you know what, let's spend this 40 bucks on this ridiculous little motel and the 20 bucks on the babysitter and just do it, man. It's important. It's very, okay. very important. That, I think that you get time alone and that you have erotic time alone, not just hanging out, talking about the kids and, you know, whatever, the minivan, whatever the heck you can talk about. I mean, you need to have time that you can sit there and be erotic together and, and just be kind of crazy with each other. Um, because, you, you know, you have to be alone for that. There's something, something you can do anywhere. You've got to be alone. So very, very important. So here's a question about keeping your relationship hot long-term. You're in a long-term relationship, and you still did a marathon of 101 days straight of sex. And um, I thought that a lot of what you talked about in your book was sounded like you guys were having a great time. You were having great sex. And there's a lot of people out there who think that you can just, you should just get used to having a warm relationship and kind of be friends. But um, I don't know what I think about that. Well, I know what I think. I do know what I think about that. But I would like to hear what you think about that. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sure. Well, but clearly, are people and for whom, for whom that's fine. That's what they want. Maybe they don't like sex. Maybe they're scared of it. Maybe they just aren't willing to change anything. 
and whatever that's it's them you know but you know i i think it's it's very important but it is easy for it to drift and it's easy for it to become stale for sure i mean my god you could have this sort of kabuki every week that you do it where it's the exact you know the same the exact same positions the exact same really almost everything can be the same first mm-hmm. i kiss then she touches me then we do the you know and that that can get stale i can just it's still fun but it um so i think it's you know for us at least the marathon i don't think 100 days was at all that was just over the top i mean i'm glad we did it but just taking aside some time your couple we've been together six years you've been together 15 years and just say okay let's do it next week let's let's you know plan it you know just say let's start let's start today let's plan it next week let's do it and maybe you go out and the honey guy goes out and buys some kind of nice lingerie for his wife or whatever, and she buys something else. And you just kind of, well, either, however you do it, you just kind of plan, let's do it for a week. And just, you know, you just got to let loose. I think the, as you progress, if you do it day three, day five, you're, you know, you're in this kind of zone, this kind of erotic zone. You know every night or every after, whatever it is, maybe you're going to do it on a mountain one day. But you know you're going to get it, and you get ex- it gets exciting. I mean, I found that was one thing I found about doing it every day. I thought I was going to be tired of it, bored. But and then certainly there were times we did it where it wasn't like you know Yahoo, this is amazing. I mean, you know. But in general, I would say doing it every day made us hornier, and uh, we wanted it more because we're you know we're because you also you try new things. You, you do get bored. If you do it every day. You realize oh, let's not do the same thing we did last night. Let's try something a little just a different position. Let's get on exercise. I, I loved how that. open. I loved how open both of you were because I I get a lot of couples who you know he's like well I want to do this and she won't do it and she's like well he won't go down on me you know like there's all these things that that they won't do because of either shame or they just you know have it in their head that they don't like it and um, there it's really hard to negotiate those things for a lot of couples but um, I loved how open both of you were to trying new things and she even went to a porn convention with you can you talk a little yeah. bit about that because I go to that convention every year. Oh, dude, yeah, yeah, that was yeah. wild. That was so cool. We love that, man. I mean, it was just, it was, as you know, it's a spectacle. I mean, it's just a spectacle. I I've never been, and here. I've been in lots of debauched situations and environments. I've been a reporter for a long time. But that, that was over the top. You know, it's beyond any kind of, kind of rock and roll thing. And that was just over the top, you know, unironic debauchery. <laughs> and um, I just, I thought it was, it was great. Um, and yeah, we, 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 uh, it was fun too just to be there, be surrounded by that all day, and then to go back to our room in the Flamingo and have a nice big romp on the big bed on top of the shag carpet. Um, it, was a, it was a total blast. Um, but yeah, and what you mentioned earlier too about reluctance between partners to try different things, I, I can be a struggle, I know, but I think that, you know, maybe it's just baby steps, but you know, people should try to push themselves a little bit, you know? Um, and as to why a guy would, wouldn't go down as well, I mean, I don't get that one. <laughs> I'm a yeah. huge fan. But anyway, um, you know, it, there's just, you do have to push yourself a little bit. If it's just like, well, let's just do what we always do and try it more um, and never no, not change anything. I, I, I'm not sure that's going to really, it might, it'll help a little bit. I don't think it's going to really change your love life all that much. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. You have to really be willing to um, to share with one another, and then you may find that you do like things. It's just like like D Love was talking about around the exhaustion. You know, once you get going, it's great. 
and exactly. I'm, I'm a huge experimenter. I'm doing so. So, Doug, I have to tell you that I started 101 days of self pleasure. Yeah, I heard that on the previous thing. That is awesome. Because you inspired me, so I was like, okay, I'm a new mom. I want to feel my sexiness again. Yeah. And kind of get back in touch with my new body and the way you know because things change after you give birth. And yeah. so I'm on day. Today is day five. Wow. <laughs> and I'm video blogging it every day instead of writing writing about it. I'm actually doing a, like a little. Okay, this is what I did today, and and so yesterday I'm getting ready to do my video blog after a very blissed out session. I had an amazing morning, and um, my flip camera flipped out and broke. So, oh, so after my amazing session, I had to go get a new camera. But anyway, um, but it's been really great, and I've really noticed some amazing things. So thank you for inspiring me to do this. And I've already had so many letters from people saying this is great. They're really excited about my journey as I do 101 days of self, self-love, self-pleasure. And I have a company sending me a ton of sex toys to try. And Oh, um, that's killer, man. That's a great idea. Because, you know, I, I have, I have, when I was younger, I mean, I, you know, self-pleasuring was kind of like a, just, just, just was a given, you know, maybe several times a day. But it'd be kind of cool <laughs> to have this conscious, like what you're doing. Like, I don't do that now, but because um, but, you're conscious about it, so you're, it's not just like, oh, I'll just do what I always do and, you know, the end. Um, if you're conscious about it like you are, then you can actually say, okay, I'm going to try something different this time or I'm going to, and that, that's, a, that's a really cool idea. Mm-hmm. I think it's, too, like it's setting the ground also for my relationship with my partner because it makes me willing to try new things because I'm experimenting on myself to try new things that then I can tell him, you know, hey, I liked this or, hey, I didn't like that. And, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Let's yeah, try this cool. together, um, kind of being able to communicate those kinds of things to him. So I'm very, very extremely excited about it. And I have a yeah. question, too, because you, um, in your book, and we'll answer this when I return from break, but in your book you talk about um, Annie getting a sex toy and um, yeah. how that made you feel. And I think there's a lot of guys out there that are intimidated by sex toys. So I want to yeah, yeah, talk yeah. to you a little bit about that when we come back from sure. break. So when we return, more Sex with Jaya. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. When Zaya was pregnant, we wanted to make sure that we stayed intimately connected. So we made touch a priority. She even created her own pleasurable perineal massage, which we felt compelled to share with other couples like us. So, of course, we made an instructional video just for you. This new release features sensual massage for pregnancy, positioning guides, tips for orgasmic birth, and a special feature from the revolutionary film Birth of the New World. Guys, treat her to sensual touch and pleasurable genital massage. Moms-to-be, let them know you want connection and intimacy. Visit www.redhottouch.com to download instantly or purchase a DVD. You and your partner will be so glad you did. 
Dialogue is the single most powerful leadership tool we have to make a difference in the world. Leading conversations with host Cheryl Esposito creates a place for that dialogue. Tune into the Voice America Business Channel every Friday as Cheryl hosts new conversations among leaders from around the world in business, government, art, economics, and social change. We'll explore big ideas and everyday actions and learn how their own leadership has led them to discover a newfound sense of possibility in the world. Leading conversations with Cheryl Esposito, bringing big thinkers together in conversations that make a difference right here on the Voice America Business Channel every Friday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You're tuned in to Sex with Jaya. To ask the burning questions you've always wanted to ask or share a tip or comment of your own, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Feeling shy? Send an email to Jaya at MissJaya.com. That's J-A-I-Y-A at MissJaya.com. Now back to Sex with Jaya. We're talking with Douglas Brown, author of Just Do It, and you can find out more at JustDoIt100Days.com. That's JustDoIt100Days.com. You can find out more about me at RedHotTouch.com or to visit my 101 Days of Challenge of Self-Pleasure, go to www.101DaysOfPleasure.com and you can see my video blogs, my daily updates of my journey. So, Doug, I was asking you a little bit about sex toys and your feelings around your partner having a sex toy because I know a lot of guys out there are intimidated by sex toys and they think that if their partner has one, then they must not be doing something right. So what would you say to that? Yeah, well, I think there's there's two things... uh, Two, two things with the sex talk. Okay, on the one hand, let's say it's the vibrator, you know. So the guy thinks, oh, Christ, if she's just using that thing, I mean, my, you know, my tongue can't move that fast or whatever. If she's just using that thing, forget it. I'll, I'll never, it's never going to, I'm never going to compare. She'll just fall in love with the thing. And so, you know, that, that's the one. And then if there's the dildo and it's some, you know, some, some leviathan, some giant thing, then, of course, you know, the guys are obsessed with size and they're just like, oh, God. Oh well, now that she's now that she's got that, forget it. She's not going to want my thing, and she's got her gigantic, you know, whatever. And uh, so yeah, I, mean, I think with guys, I mean, it is kind of a. Re- it's easy for a guy to think of it as a replacement. I think. I mean, it, it's because the, because the sexuality surrounding men is so hinges on the penis, where it doesn't so much on the. Yeah, there are those pocket vaginas or whatever. Or, Mm-hmm. Those blow up dolls. I, I don't. That's you know. I, I mean, I, I I assume some guys do get off on that, and you know, good for them. But I, I just don't think it's the same thing. I think the women's sexuality isn't divine, isn't revolved so much around this one piece of anatomy. Where at least in the popular mind, the male does. And so the male guy mm-hmm. thinks, well, geez, my thing isn't doing it for her, so that's not good. Right. Yeah, and the truth is, is that we want your whole bodies and your face and your breath and the warmth of your skin and all of those things. Yeah, would, you know, we like our sex toys, but we want all those things too. I just had yeah. no, I just, I had no relationship to that idea of being intimidated by sex toys. I'm like, that's because you're a guy who owns your own sex toys. That's true. They're a man's best friend. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it wasn't something I really 
thought about that much or dwelled upon because then he never really showed any interest in it. It just wasn't even. But then you know we're at the sex show and there's you know there's those dildos that are like kind of as big as watermelons and <laughs> you know uh, you know it was sort of daunting. But then you know but but actually once she got the um. I guess the I forget the first thing, but I know she like got this thumb, that like we, two fingers and a thumb or something. It was kind of fun too. We had this. I had this. Um, oh, I had this vibrating cockering that had a. So it would feel pleasure her, but it would pleasure me also while we were having sex, and and that, that was fun. <laughs> so you have to share a funny story from your marathon because there were so many times that I was cracking up laughing, and D loves going what what. What, what? You know, like, I love the story when your wife was pregnant and you said something. Oh, now I can't remember. It's totally blanking. Oh, you yeah. You I love said heavy people you. snore. Yeah, because she was snoring and you said heavy people snoring. snore. Yeah, and she was like, you know. I, I so related to that because I, I was trying to, to make her feel better, you know, like, oh, don't worry, honey. You know, heavy people snore. <laughs> it wasn't a good one. Yeah. Uh, so share another funny story if you have one from your marathon. Oh, or let me from think. Yeah, I mean, the Vegas whole thing was fun. I mean, there was, um, you know, there was the time that I woke up in the morning, and, or like at five in the morning, and the whole room was spinning. I mean, wildly spinning. And I had to. And I crawled into the bathroom, sort of vomiting, and it was out of control. I never expected anything like it. I couldn't open my eyes for a second, otherwise everything was just spinning crazily. So anyway, after much vomiting and really be unable to even crawl into the bathroom anymore, I had to just lie on the floor. Um, we eventually, I thought I had a stroke or I mean, I didn't know what the hell was going on. So we went to the hospital and it turned out I had um, oh, vertigo, some kind of infection to my ear and it messed up all my balance. But that whole day, I mean, that was an entire day, hours in the emergency room and then just, just vomiting all day. And just feeling absolutely terrible. And so, you know. But you still had to have that. Yeah, at the end of the day, we had to, we had to do it. So that was one of those days where you know, I got in the mood enough, I guess, to just sort of get it up. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, but, you know, it was just, it was one of the, it was, it was a flop, basically. It was, it was a flop attempt at it. We, we managed, but it was like after a day of being incredibly sick, you know, sex wasn't really. Wasn't a desirable thing, but we managed anyway. Yeah, that's commitment. That was commitment. Yeah, that was. Uh, you know what, so yeah. Sometimes when I'm sick and then I have an orgasm, I always feel better. Like when I'm sick, I love to have sex. Oh, I totally agree with you on that. Actually, that's a good point. And that was, a, you know, I think that was just I've been vomiting and I had been like, I was so dehydrated. But that's a good point. A lot of times I have the flu or something, and I, you know, that, it, it does feel great to have that little orgasm. And you're like, ah. Okay, you talk good, about getting better. sick sometimes and then um, sex making you feel better. And then I was reading that, that having an orgasm is like an antihistamine because it, um, the nose has erectile tissue in it. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, I get terrible oh, I allergies. Another, another excuse to masturbate. Excellent. Yeah, there you go. More <laughs> orgasms help with your allergies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and I also loved, you know, the stories of the yoga classes, the, the yoga teacher who massaged your feet. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, he was a clag. Great, nice guy, man. Real good. Super handsome guy, you know. Just over the top body and everything. And, and, uh, you know, I did my, I think it was my first yoga class. And, uh, so, you know, I'm just lying there at the very end and then with, you know, Savasana. And, uh, all of a sudden I felt someone massaging my feet. I kind of, you know, I didn't even, I don't think I even looked up. I was just scared to look up. And I realized it was the, the teacher, Billy. And uh, I just was, oh, it's a little uncomfortable, you know. I never had a guy massage my feet before, but 
but uh, I, I got you used to it. You were also thinking, oh, my wife comes to this class and he massages her feet. <laughs> well, yeah, well, that too. That's the other thing. I got to the class and you know, Annie had started going there first. And really, from the first class, she was completely in love with yoga. And I think I went maybe after her fourth or fifth class, maybe even later than that. And as soon as I walked in and saw Billy, I was like, oh, oh I get it. Uh, okay. Uh, I see why she loves coming to yoga so much. <laughs> yeah. Um, and D Love, do you have any questions in closing for Doug? Um, you know, you've heard me rave about this book, and now I'm doing this project as an inspiration. So, do you have anything to say to Doug? Well, um, it's one of the things you guys were talking about. Um, not, I don't think a question for Doug really. I was wondering if you remember where was that resource that uh, you, you all were talking about uh, couples having uh, a deeper dialogue about what's comfortable for them and what they might like to try, that sort of thing. And we came across that list a long time ago um, of all the full range of what's possible sexually. And the mm-hmm. idea was to sit across from each other, um, you know, go out to a cafe or dinner or something, not in your house, not in the bedroom, and sit there and go point by point through this list and say, oh, yeah, I'd love to be tied up, or no, that doesn't work for me, or using dirty words really turns me on. That finding very specific things out about each other you can get that variety going in your sex life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a list at one time of like a thousand different things you could go through and wasn't check, that, like yes, no, or maybe. But I don't know. Wasn't it one of the polyamory books? It might have been. I think it was. It might have been Tristan Termino's opening up. I think that's it. Yep. So you can find out more about Doug Brown, author of Just Do It, at Just Do It 101 Days. And 101 is a number, not spelled out. So justdoit101days.com. Uh, and thank you, Doug, so much for being on the show. I was so excited today. So, um, oh, thank you so I much. Really was, what, a, what a great show. It was great chatting with you guys. And uh, I think what you're doing is awesome. And I just think it's, it's just so important. It's, it really has all to do with... You know, it doesn't have to do with pornos so much and raw pounding, you know. It's it's all about intimacy and being comfortable. It's so much so playful. Sex is so playful and and it's so much fun. But but you just people just gotta do it. Yep. Just do it everybody. Have a great weekend. Sex with Jaya is brought to you by Eden Fantasies. Rediscover sex and visit www.edenfantasies.com. You have been listening to Sex with Jaya. For more, you'll have to tune in next Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time to the Voice America Variety Channel. Now, make it the best weekend ever with tips you've learned from today's show. Thanks again for joining us. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network its staff and management. Haiti has been hit hard by a deadly